0: and welcome back to No Body No Problem. I'm Kristen. I'm Katie. And once again, it's Friday and we are in my back room.
1: Yep, here again. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. feel like it's Groundhog Day. (laughs) Forever. Katie's deathly ill. I'm not deathly ill. I'm okay. But if I start getting really loud at some point, it's because I have a double ear infection (laughs) and I can't hear shit. (laughs) So she's very sick. But we are troopers, and we're
0: sticking this shiznit out. What did I want to talk about? Oh, we wanted to
1: apologize for posting late this last week.
0: Oh, right, we did. Sorry. There's some extra editing we had to do that um, we work full-time, so it kind of fell to the wayside. So we did post till Tuesday, but we hope you guys liked it. And if not, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Neither am I.
1: We did my best.
0: <laughs> not all at all. Know. What else? Oh, Yeah. I've watched two really good documentaries on Netflix. I feel like the confession killer I was really behind on, though.
1: yeah, because I had already watched it.
0: Yes, you did. And then I watched the disappearance of uh, Madeline McCann, which is really good. If you guys want to do a good kidnap story, it's not a good kidnap story. it's a very sad kidnap story, but I remember it, and I never really got into the whole like hullabaloo. That was like a global affair. Good but I you'd like it.
1: yeah, it's good I use it tomorrow. <laughs>
0: You're welcome. Feel free. It'll be the word of the day. Hullabaloo. But it's really good. It's on Netflix. That was my... That's pretty much what I I have done all week. Well, I watched a new
1: show on Netflix, too, called The Stranger. I haven't watched it yet, but it looked good. Uh, It was very good. And I'm halfway through the new docuseries on Netflix called The Pharmacist. This guy who tries to find the murderer of his son and then goes into discovering a doctor that was over prescribing oxycotton. it's fucking crazy and it's really good and i still, i'm probably gonna finish it tonight so it's a documentary docu-series i oh yes docu-series it's yeah. only so, four episodes but they're each about an hour yes yeah, so on netflix hours. yeah super good That's this good. guy is fucking insane he literally records everything Life. I
0: have never heard of this. I feel like my Very Netflix
1: it's, I, it's new. is lacking
0: on what it recommends for me to watch. All I watch is true crime stuff, and I didn't, I've didn't i never even heard of I that. I don't know.
1: You watch a lot of Parks and Rec. I do. I have a problem. It's on
0: like a consistent loop in my house. Um, but I never even heard of that one. I'll definitely have to check it out with a pharmacist. We plan on doing nothing but staying in our couches this weekend. So um, we will definitely be checking that shit out. Yup, yup. So what else is new? Anything else that we, uh, how was your week, dear? It was
1: okay. It went a lot faster than the previous week. For real. It did. It was nice. Yeah. It uh, was. But no, other than that, just uh, hockey this weekend, and also really not planning on doing anything, which I'm pretty excited about.
0: Yeah, it's kind of nice to have a, have a chill weekend and focus well, on, you know. especially with my... Cleaning my bedroom. Laundry.
1: Oh, I need to do laundry.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm surprised you didn't bring any I know. I was worried about getting to urgent care. Oh, right. <laughs> she went to urgent
0: care before this. She literally has. She took her antibiotics before we did this. And washed them down with a crisp white cloth. Yes, yeah, she did, because we're troopers, and we are going to mother
1: effing do this shiz. I and mean, then I'm going to get a text from Vanessa our nurse friend she's yep. gonna be like do not drink while you take antibiotics <laughs> and I'm gonna be like listen Vanessa it's my life I'll do this for the last 10 years
0: <laughs> it takes me twice as long to heal but god damn it it's
1: worth it it's fine I'll be fine yeah I feel like everyone's sick Everybody's it's just my sick. work is a petri dish honestly I don't care because I don't have the coronavirus dude
0: it's everywhere there's another one in Madison
1: Christ. This lady was
0: quarantined in her house for two whole weeks. That's crazy. Yeah, except for I wouldn't mind, minus the coronavirus. But I wish people were, were being quarantined stuck <laughs> home for two weeks to stay home. So okay. many fucking true crime documentaries, bro. <laughs> so many. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I think that was about all we had to talk about. I don't think anything exciting happened in my week or anything funny. Mm, not really.
1: Yeah.
0: Boring, 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 boring. But we're here now. And it's Katie's motherfucking turn. It is. you. It is. And I'm excited. Oh, that's what I wanted to say. Katie texted me on Wednesday and said, I hope you're fucking ready. I'm so excited. I found my murder and it's crazy. And then she did some type of emoji. So I'm pretty pumped.
1: Yeah. I can't remember if that was Tuesday or Wednesday. One of the two. Anyway. But yeah, this this story is totally different from the ones that we've told that have tons of background information and childhood stories and stuff, most of the story with the in, most of the information in the story that I have is like in the present of when the crime happens. So, okay, I was like, okay, this is a little bit different, but I' mix it up a it's little. Pretty crazy, kind of freaky. That's what we, we do here.
0: Yeah. We're going to test this bitch out. Y'all are the beta testers.
1: Maybe we just switch it up a little. Yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, so Nur Mazna Binti Ismal is a lady born on January fifteenth, 1956 in Kangar Perlis, Federation of Malaya, which actually becomes Malaysia- the next year, in 1957. Damn, okay. We're going there. We're going international, folks. Let's do this shit. Yes. Now, as I said, don't have a whole lot of uh, history on her background. I do know that she was a water ballet dancer when she was younger. So is that like a synchronized swimmer? Uh, I believe so. Okay. But water ballet sounds so much cooler. It really does. <laughs> um, she ends up getting married to... Mode Afandi Abdul Rahman, who crushed was, it. Look at you and your pronunciation. She I mean, all week. <laughs> she calls him Afandi Afandi. Okay, easy enough. Um, got it. I do know they have one child, um, a girl named Mazdiana Afandi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the okay. time of the crime, she's four years old. Okay. I cannot find any other information about what happened about her. Okay. And I dug. I dug all week.
0: Sometimes it's hard when they're minors.
1: Well, I think also it was like a new country when she was born. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. There might not be any record. Who knows? So, um, she tries to become a pop singer. She adapts the name Mona Fondi. Okay. okay. So, I going forward, I'm going to call her Mona. Mona's Because okay. it's yeah. just easier. Yep. <laughs> um... Word on the street is that Mona Fonde is a name that they adapted based off um, the nickname she had for her husband. Uh, They both tried really hard to have her go big as a pop singer. They did a self-sponsored album called Diana in 1987. If you would like a laugh, please, please feel free to YouTube it. Oh boy, is it bad. Well, let's say her career didn't take off. (laughs) Oh, no. Poor thing. I mean, God bless. She She put herself out there. She tried.
0: We say it enough. You do you, (laughs) boo-boo. That's what we're doing.
1: Shit. A few years in of trying, they realize this just isn't going anywhere. So Mona becomes a Bomo, which is a Malay shaman and traditional medicine practitioner. Practitioner, So she's kind of like a witch doctor? Exactly. Huh. To us, it would be a medicine man or a witch doctor. Oh, and her me. husband also becomes one. So or they those? do it together. Okay. All right. All and right. they also have... Teamwork makes a dream work. An assistant named Jerami Hassan, who's 31 years old. Okie dokie. I should point out at this point, Mona is 45, Afandi is 44, and their assistants 31. Okay. They actually... Do very well with At this stuff with it's witch doctoring with, with with the with with their witchcraft profession they bring in a very high class clientele Ooh. and it's just super successful they have tons of politicians and other people and just are rake and bank okay all right mm-hmm. um it was said that they had several mansions and several lux- luxury cars so but It's I mean, just so weird. Can you imagine, like, what a witch doctor would pull up in? Like, he pulls up
0: in his Maserati with, like, his giant cloak and, like, all of his herbs. I just feel like that has to be a very bizarre right
1: <laughs> picture. You know what I mean? Well, it okay. When I get into the story, I don't think that that was kind of how they came off to the clientele. I have a feeling that they downplayed the money that they had made when it came to clientele so that they could be like, we're the real deal kind of thing. Makes sense, yes. This is like all we do, and <laughs> we're, yes. But I'll, I'll explain my reasoning when we get there. <clears throat> yeah, I can see that. Okay. So, enter scene, Maslin Idris. He's a state assemblyman, very well educated. He was a motivated politician from UMNO, which was United. Mali's national organization, which was Malaysia's biggest and main national opposition political party. Okie dokie. I will lob that away. <laughs> Basically, he came to them and was like, hey, I want to boost my, my career. Right. Political rating or whatever. So do your witchcraft and make They'll me successful. It. Okay. Mona and um, Fandi are like, sure, we'll do this for you. Two point five million dollars. <laughs> what? That's
0: yeah, it's just like people at your work asking you if you pocketed two hundred fifty thousand dollars or more from selling
1: your condo. Yeah, capital gains tax. I'll get you. <laughs> he agrees. I mean, he does it. Two 2- so, two point
0: five million dollars, Katie. Can I please say we are in the wrong business?
1: We sure are. Let's become witch doctors. We're fucking real. He gives them five hundred thousand dollars cash as deposit. And hands over ten land titles as collateral for the remaining two million. Fucking A. For that, he gets a talisman, of a cane, and this headgear that was supposedly previously owned by the first president of Indonesia, President Sukarno. Who actually led Indonesia to independence from the Dutch Empire. So their first president and led them to independence. It's gotta be good big luck headgear. Right. I mean, this was supposed to be big something. Deal.
0: He was obviously a well respected, very powerful human.
1: Yeah, it was a big deal. Right.
0: Huge deal. Right. Okay. So
1: <laughs> Mona and Afani basically promised Maslin that this talisman would give him invincibility. Which I mean that sounds appealing to a politician also Always most of the time they're sociopaths just saying but so i just don't understand we get to
0: how they turn to i don't know there's such like a progression into like i'm gonna be a pop star no i'm not i'm gonna be a witch doctor and lie to everybody oh for sure do they do they honestly think that what they do is like helping or do they know that they're just like i'm gonna give this dude this cane and headgear and just be like i watch this dude flail
1: I'll say that she sound fucked up. So maybe half and half. I don't know. Maybe she's like, I know my shit works, so I'm gonna, like, get my money's worth. When her. I look the, maybe like, the part, maybe she's like, Nah, I'm gonna get this money and do whatever. I don't know. So they make an appointment at Mona's house for cleansing rituals. Now this is what I was gonna say that I was gonna explain that I don't think that they showed off the money that they made to their clientele. Because while they talked about her having mansions and whatnot, I saw pictures of the house that they brought him to, to do the cleansing, and there's no windows, it's barely furbished. So it's a shack. It's grungy. Yeah. it's A shanty. But a concrete one, so I mean, it's <laughs> solid. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, it's nothing to write home about. Yeah, it sounds want like if it's all there.
0: concrete.
1: I, yeah. It good. doesn't sound like
0: a place I would like to stay.
1: But they were, you know, but they, they played up, whether they meant it or not, or whether they believed it or not, they they, they had the glasses with different kind of, like, hairs and different things in there. So, so like, every, every movie with This is where they did their, their witchcraft work. You
0: know what it reminds me of is Calypso from Jack... Uh, a Sparrow, or a Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: Oh, yeah. You know,
0: her, like when they go to her yes. place, and it's all like the fucking tinctures and That's exactly crazy jar.'s There's like Eye of Newt and stuff. I'm sure there's more fancy shit than that, but you know what I mean. Movie references. I don't think
1: there was more fancy stuff than that. This place looked like Probably just hole. rubbing alcohol with food coloring in it. Could have been. Or just alcohol alcohol with food coloring in it. <laughs> Could have been that too. Take a little sippy poop. Okay. <clears throat> so. Cheers. Cheers. So Maslin is instructed to lie down on his back and close his eyes. They're gonna perform the the ritual over him. Oh god! And he is told to wait for money to quote fall from the sky.
0: <laughs> Fuck! We are in the
1: wrong business. Damn! Sorry, I don't want to be in the business because what happens next is Dew closes his eyes and, they on and the, the, chest. the assistant drops an axe off on his necks. On his necks. On his neck <laughs> He has multiple necks. FYI and yeah. this guy is a Siamese twin. Know. What? Yep, decapitates him. Just like <whistles> gone. That was a good whistle.
0: It was a good whistle. Thanks. We're keeping um, that shit in.
1: What? Yeah. So it's like wait for your money. Death. So I
0: feel like this is where shit's gonna break down because they had a fight and it was just like This guy's going to want all this, and they're going to expect us to boost his political ratings, and it's not going to work, so we have to kill him. Because then he'll start spreading, like, all the rumors that they're a sham.
1: I couldn't find out the reason for the killing. Mona later says, Mona and Afandi say during trial that they didn't know that their assistant was going to do that. Maybe he knew something they didn't, but I also feel like... Listen, if you're performing a ritual and you see your assistant walk up with an with axe, you not be like, hey, dude, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> We're in the middle of a ritual
0: here. Put that shit away. This ritual does not call for a sharpened axe. What are you doing yeah, here? it
1: was weird. It was... It was. I, I could not, no matter how deep I search, I could not find a reason for them killing him. Especially because you're going to get... I mean, you're going to get your money. I, I don't know. Maybe they Well, they already got their, that. their money. Maybe they were scared that he would come back if he didn't succeed. Maybe and, well, I big. feel like one of
0: the biggest things would be once it didn't work, he would start... But um, the thing um, is, is that other it?
1: politicians had gone through them. So it's like, I don't but know. But did they go ever. through
0: them with something as, like, abrupt as I want to, like... I want there to be There was president. no other information on what they've got. Yeah, because I but feel like... If
1: they could afford a few different mansions and stuff, like, they had to... They could
0: watch her... What, what do they call it? Anyway, let me get back to the story. It's called Slander or something, but not. But it would just be like they... ruin. It's like they'd start, like, these. this doesn't fucking work. And their right. reputation would just be, like, go fucking on. ruined.
1: Right. All right. That's so, the reason to kill somebody. After... After Jorami decapitates Maslin with the axe. <laughs> Just cash. Real cash. Super. Uh, they dismember him, partially skin him, oh. and cut him up into 18 pieces and bury him in a storeroom, which I figured out is essentially a hole in the ground nearby Dude. with oh. a concrete slab on top.
0: It's probably where they store, like, meats and food. Yes, for that was kind of my guess. Like the refrigerator of their because um, I'm some sure Malaysia them, doesn't have many refrigerators. But
1: they probably
0: do in their mansions.
1: Well, some parts uh, of him were never found, and later the three the three of them were accused of eating parts of him, but that was never confirmed. So
0: maybe they're witch doctors. But I also feel like it is such a ballsy fucking move to murder a high higher up political figure. Very That's some ballsy shit, dude. And I love what he said.
1: We didn't know, but then we cut up his body and skinned him. So there's that. Right. So Maslin is reported missing on July 2nd, 1993. He missed a few of his political meetings, and $300,000 were withdrawn from his bank account. Hmm. At that point, the police had no leads, and they were like, what the fuck happened to him, and where did he go?
0: I love how they say they didn't want him dead, and they had all of his banking information on, uh, with uh, fucking I mean, $300,000. He
1: his wallet. What's he going to do with it? I can't. These people. Ah, uh, people. So, a short time after, the assistant, Jarami, is arrested for drugs, and... Probably the assumption is probably because he was on drugs when he was in police custody. He confessed to being a part of Moslin's murder, so they would have had no idea if they didn't arrest this dude. For and he drugs. Didn't freak out. Yeah. Well, now we know why he
0: brought an axe to a fucking séance because he was on so much crystal meth. I mean, maybe. Maybe what seance, I guess ritual as they call it. Sorry, maybe sands was the wrong word. It was a ritual cleansing. It's a ritual cleansing. My bad, peeps. My so, bad. So
1: he ends up showing the police where the body parts are. Cool, cool, cool. And all three of them were arrested. So to just go over the timeline, July eighteenth, nineteen ninety three is when Maslin was murdered between ten and twelve p.m. And July 22nd is when they found the body and then okay. all three were arrested meanwhile while he was missing Mona was uh, they figured out that while he was missing Mona had gone on shopping sprees bought a Mercedes Benz and had a facelift
0: <laughs> so again, Mona she was a face, not sad about she it she needed a facelift. lift In a little saggy in her witch doctor ways, I still, could you imagine, like, I just, am like, picturing in my head, like, you hire a witch doctor of Malaysia for, like, a ritual cleansing, and you're like, this is going to be fantastic, and she pulls up in a fucking Mercedes. Right? (laughs)
1: Don't
0: worry, guy, got you. I got this shit. Let me fucking automatic start this bitch and open my trunk so I can get all my tinctures and shit out. I just can't. Right. It's just in my brain, and i it's making me laugh. Like Gandalf getting out of a fucking Mercedes. <laughs> so it's in my head right now. That would be a sight to see, for sure. It would be. Long fucking robes with the bell sleeves.
1: She also wore very colorful clothes. So. Well, yeah. So I feel like in Malaysia.
0: Indonesia. Indonesia, kind of. So it's like Gandalf meets Indonesia.
1: Yeah. All right. So trial starts around December 6, 1994. Uh, All three of them are charged under Section 302 of the Malaysian Penal Code, which comes with a mandatory death sentence. Yeah,
0: well, it's Malaysia in the fucking early 90s. I don't... I saw that coming.
1: So I'm guessing the trial start date, because they didn't actually list the trial start date, but what I figured out was that it lasted 65 days. And I know that it ended February 9, 1995, so I did math. Yay, math. So man. I'm just, if December 6, 1994 is wrong for the start date, I'm sorry, I did my best. So yeah, like I said... Uh, give or take, December 6th. Right. We'll, we'll get like like I said, trial lasted 65 days. Um, they gathered evidence from 76 witnesses, um, including Jaramie... Who testified against Mona and Afandi and shared all of the gruesome details, which of course I couldn't find. Damn it! I, I mean, not I damn was it. Annoyed. Someone was killed, but still. In Afandi's defense, he claimed he was owed two million ringgit, which in U.S. dollars is five hundred twenty-six thousand dollars, for the talisman, the cane, and the headgear. And <laughs> Mona was really weird with her defense because she basically was like, I help other politicians. Why would I kill this and, one? And just left it at that and was just like... No,
0: but kind I kind of... of I see what she's sniffing at, though, because I feel like as a huge scapegoat, her and her husband are like revered witch doctors in the area. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, maybe okay. they're not all into it, but like you can say... I helped other politicians, and I've helped other politicians multiple times. This kid was on drugs. When I came back, he was dismembering the body, and I didn't know what to do. Granted, I didn't, like, report it I to I mean, police. I wasn't
1: there. But I don't know deuces. if that's how she said it. All I know is that it didn't sound like she had much of a defense. But this is why I, I think it's the weirdest, and I think other people found it super fucking creepy. <laughs> she was a witch doctor. Was because of her weird behavior throughout the entire trial and after and man everything.
0: i wish this trial was on fucking video
1: she got so much notoriety and media coverage and oh, she fucking loved, loved it. it oh yeah i could not find a single picture that she was not smiling in oh baby she and like i said it. She was in these expensive, colorful, expensive outfits the entire time. It was like she was using this media coverage as, like, the makeup for the failure of her pop, pop scene career. Right. She was fucking infamous as fuck this lady was. And I'm sure everybody ate it up, too. They ate it up. She ate With it up. She spell. reveled in it. I mean, it was disturbing. And it was so disturbing that it just... Draw. It kept drawing people in.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's like, look, look at how
1: fucked up she is. But Can't she loved every second it. Like of it. Oh yeah.
0: I feel like back then too, in like Malaysia, it was probably rare to have like a badass woman like that who was just like, "This is who I am, and I'm all powerful." And look at all my silky gowns and what. She
1: definitely goes down as like a nighttime scary story. In the country. Oh, like a boogeyman? Yeah. Like yeah, she'll come and... it is, like a boogeyman. She'll almost. come
0: and frickin' steal your fucking ears if you don't fall asleep or, like, take your nose or some shit.
1: No, that's when you're a baby. Or
0: just fucking eat you because... Dude. Yeah. Oh, I'm not even gonna go down this rabbit hole, but I kinda want to because you need to watch The Outsider. This is all about boogeymans and it all was right. horrible stories about it. children. Like, people were like, yeah, did your grandma ever tell you that if you didn't fall asleep, <laughs> something would come and eat you? I was like,
1: "What? No! no. Why would
0: because you ever my tell your grandmother you... looked me? Why would you ever tell your three-year-old that no one would ever sleep?" There's so many versions of this shit. You have to no. watch it. I'm sure you all know all about it, but that all just right. oh, that's that's, it. that's what it made me think of.
1: So on February ninth, nineteen ninety five, um, all three of them are. Given a guilty verdict by a sever, seven member jury after 70 minutes of deliberating. I'm honestly surprised that she got convicted of murder. I feel I like, like maybe if she showed remorse or some kind of like, I had no idea he was going to do that, maybe. She didn't help herself. And I was scared for my life, so all. I
0: helped him dispose of the body because he was like on
1: crack and yeah not even disposed of the body chopped him the fuck up and partially skinned him well uh, i no. feel like no, the, no 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 the only I'm defense sorry. you
0: could have for that is i was scared for my life and at that point he was already dead so you were like i yeah I but was it's two against one me. it's
1: you and your husband
0: yeah that's true but sorry, if he was on crystal sorry. meth or some type of crazy upper
1: but you're making we don't know that he was on drugs at that time he was caught for drugs later like he chopped someone's yeah, head off on a limb. Yeah, but you just assume that. Like, we didn't read it. I didn't see anything about it. I
0: would say we might be safe to assume that someone sporadically some cuts someone's head, head off ass their ass body.
1: you. That's how the saying goes. It's us.
0: I'm just saying. Like, if we were ever doing a ritual cleansing, <clears throat> and I quote... I don't feel like a normal, sober human, who it seems to be that they've done this multiple times, would mm-hmm. walk up with an axe and just fucking chop someone's head off. Listen, if you're, you're not sober. wrong,
1: but they all sound kind of fucked up. They all. So, are. I don't know. Correct. So, basically the judge hands over, the, you know, reads the guilty verdict, and he's like, hey, do you have anything to say? And Mona's like, I'm happy, and thank you to all Malaysians, while smiling. What? This lady is is delusional. Delusional. Yes. So, in June uh, 1998, they filed an appeal in the federal court. It's adjourned until 1999. They were going through legal arguments regarding the admissibility of Jerome's statement to the police leading to the body being found. So, you know, legal system... Everything takes time. Legal hullabaloo. Is that right? Hullabaloo. There's that word again. <laughs> I'm not sure I used that right, but I tried, guys. But it finally does get heard in 1999 by in the federal court by Chief Justice of the federal court. I'm going to try to say these names, so bear with me. Oh, Jesus. Tanmod Yusuf Chin by Chief Judge of Malaysia Datuk Juan Adnan Juan Ismail I love him, and I federal court judge Datuk Doctor Zakaria Yatim. Yes. Yatim. this is Moad. Just so you're aware, gave a hundred percent effort. You did.
0: Fuck yeah, girl. I don't you feel did. Like it. I
1: did as bad even as I did in other.
0: You crush Adnan.
1: I was like, I wonder if she's even heard it. Well, there it is. So by these three judges. Okay, April thirteenth, nineteen ninety nine. They're like. Nope. Get the fuck out of here with that. Bye. Dismissed. Crazy and bitch. the death sentences are sustained. She walked in with her princess wave. Yep. She was uh, like,
0: thank you so
1: much. Hi, thank you. Oh. Uh, in April 2001, they had, well, they had gone to the pardons board. But in April 2001, they also reject their plea for the clemency and they're like nope now that that's done time to set your execution date oh boy yeah so it is set for november 2nd 2001. it's almost my birthday it's nine days before my birthday is it nine can i do this scorpios unite woo so the day before they're allowed an eight hour visit with a dozen family members now this is weird because when I was doing the research, I read that they had one child and I had very little background information on them and I was like, all I could find. Right, right. But then when I'm reading all of these different articles uh, like closer to the execution date, it mentions, it mentions that part of the family members that they were able to visit with the day before the execution were their children. From their marriage and their previous marriages, so I honestly have no idea how many children they have. Do they, they have, have previous with. marriages? But anyway, it's reported that when they were meeting with the children, they were telling them to grow up, to be good people, and to take care of themselves well. Do they get to keep all their money? Like, do they get the kids get to inherit it? I honestly have no idea. Mm-hmm. Just wondering. Yeah, no, I have no idea. Uh, I could try to figure that out. I mean, I don't if I know if will ever be able to find If I find something interesting, I could do a follow-up. I time. don't
0: know how well Malaysia, you know,
1: I don't know. So, then it also got weird with the articles. Some reported that they were not given a last meal. Diff. And then I read an article that their last meal was KFC. So, I don't know. KFC, Malaysia. Why do I feel like
0: Malaysia is like Nepal, and they're like all in mountains? Malaysia is not. KFC, like, you know who we talked about the first two episodes? Ship Agadix, John Casey. That was his last meal. KFC. Yeah, I guess it's a thing. Fried shrimp, some strawberries, and I diet mean, fucking coke. Ugh.
1: Why do I? I feel like if I a had to go, I feel like if I had to go with a last meal. And it being fast food, I'd probably stick with the classic Big Mac. I knew you would. I was going to say Big Mac. When she was pregnant, all we fucking ate were Big Macs. <laughs> or so Taco
0: Bell. Or Taco Bell. Whatever.
1: Okay. So, it, it was reported that during the last few hours, they were very quiet and did not ask for anything. At 5.59 a.m., all three were hung with British-style nooses oh my god i was gonna ask i don't know if it was in poor
0: taste it was probably in poor taste how they were killed i'm super happy that's right you're my best friend uh if there was one way that i was going to be put to death that shit would be it you think so oh my god well sometimes your neck doesn't break and you slowly strangle the death yeah it's a horrible way to go. I thought you just
1: said that's the way that you'd want to go. No,
0: that's the way I wouldn't want to go.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Don't forget. I can't hear anything. No, she can't. Double
0: ear infection. I. That is the way. I was I like, I why would not you want, want to go, go that hell, way? No, lethal injection, baby, or. You know what though? I feel like electric chair. Would no, be-
1: I just think of that Green Mile movie.
0: Wow, well, do you dude. want
1: to light on fire? Well,
0: that's because they hadn't wet the sponge, so there was no fucking. But what
1: if someone forgot?
0: Well, I.
1: You, know you what get I- in big trouble. Just shoot me in the head.
0: Well, with I don't know. They did that though. There is like you can go to like the shooting yard and get shot. There was there is mm. places that did that. They
1: don't shoot you in the head though. No, but I mean you. I'm going to say there's no good way to go. But this no. is how they... Do. I'm
0: going to say lethal injection is not
1: bad. I think that's how it go. All yeah, right. So, sure. the their hangings were witnessed by a few guards, officials, and the prison doctor. All of them uh, confirmed, or all of them shared the fact that no remorse was shared or expressed in the last moments at all. They just were... Taking the hand that was dealt. Oh my god, she came out like fucking sunglasses and lipstick and was like, I I love you, Malaysia! Malaysia Sunglasses, but that would be a sight to see. I mean, that's what I'm just saying. She was very much like, Right.
0: Thank Um, you, everybody.
1: I did read a few different places that she said in Malaysian, which I'm not even going to try to to say, um, I will never die. Because hmm. she's the witch doctor.
0: Yep. And now she is going to be the boogeyman of all Malaysia forever.
1: Right. I think that definitely played into how it's now like a scary story. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mona and Afandi were buried at the Kajang Cemetery. And Jerame was buried in his hometown, Port Klang. So, there's a little bit of aftermath from this whole situation that was made into like a media circus. Yeah, sounds like it. Basically, the government decides to discontinue the trial-by-jury system. What? Yep. It was officially abolished January 1st, 1995. But why? Okay. So, all of the articles that I was reading was like, because of all this chaos, they abolished it. And I'm like, there's no way that one fucking case means that they're going to get rid of the jury system.
0: How does... Having a jury affect the fucking zoo like existence of a case.
1: If some, if this, if there wasn't eight, what, it, wasn't, nine it wasn't so much the media, it was that it had the media, okay, the media is the middleman. It caused such a crazy disturbance in the population, is what all the articles that I read made it seem like. Like this was such a big case. That they changed it. Right. Okay, well I wasn't really buying that because I'm like, But Bullshit. that's what I'm saying.
0: Like I can't if whether there was a jury present or not, it would have still been a, a fucking zoo.
1: Right. So i I looked into it because I was like It's just an excuse. I just feel like this doesn't make sense and I swear to god half the articles I read used this case as the reason for them getting rid of the <laughs> just an excuse. jury by trial system. Or trial by jury system, yes. my apologies. Right i do not believe this is actually the case so one thing that i read was quote malaysia effectively abolished its jury system on 1 january 1995 citing inter alia which means among other things the danger of jurors Untrained in the legal profession, delivering verdicts colored by emotions or popular perception, especially racial bias, as Malaysia has a multicultural society, and that plurality has been maintained since its independence, end quote. Basically, this country is too diversified to handle, because what would happen on jury trials was that it would be like, One race would be the defendant in the case, and then on the stand, five of the seven men would be, like, a different race. So they would have a bias towards him. Okay, so for just reasons that they were like, it's just not working out fairly in our country, we're getting rid of it.
0: I totally understand that, but I also pick fucking jurors fairly. And maybe add that. I don't know
1: how they pick the jurors. Instead,
0: well I'm sure it's random, it like could, it is here. It could have Right.
1: And I know and they, here right. it, they go out randomly and you bring them in and you see if they are biased to the case. Right. There's and also called a jury call selection. Right. But I don't know if they have that. I don't know how their system works. So basically it you know sounded it like now. it was just unfair all the so time. So the judge is just like the the yeah. I think basically they probably just have, like, a judge's panel. I don't understand how that... I don't know. Look, I don't know. I'm just saying it wasn't because of this case, but the case was a big deal. Well, I totally
0: get that, like, tensions in Malaysia are obviously a lot different than they are in America and to a point where, like, there's wars and shit there like, genocide. So I get it. Maybe they were just trying to avoid, you know... That stuff. Because I feel like Malaysia and all those places, there's a lot of religious bias and things right. like that. Where, like, um, I'm not saying America is racially perfect by any means. But I don't think that we've had, like, mass genocides or civil wars or anything like that. So, I guess we've I can... literally
1: had a civil war.
0: No, I mean civil wars. We've had the one long before we existed. But, there. Uh, well, They've had like true. mass genocide and things where like you know I kind of see I, I can definitely get on board with them being like this is probably not the best idea because some people are gonna kill each other.
1: Yeah, it clearly it just wasn't. Like, it wasn't working for them, and whatever they're doing now is. So, yeah, right.
0: Because I don't. I just feel like they like deliberated for seventy minutes. So they it was not. They all got together and were like, let's fucking kill this bitch and her well, it was all three kids, of them. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? Like, they all got together in 70 minutes. They were like, they're guilty AF. Bye. So I feel like that's probably not the best example of a case that, like, the jury didn't, you know. I feel like maybe if there was, like, a hung jury or they all didn't get along.
1: I'm telling you, I don't know. The articles all wanted to blame this case on it. I don't think that that was what happened, but. Probably
0: not the best example.
1: But I get it if that's what the articles say. I mean, it was shortly after. So I get why maybe they connected the two, but whatever. Correct. Yeah, I got it. So anyway, two of Mona's abandoned mansions still stand. (gasps) So I found a picture of one. We'll probably post it on Insta. Oh my god, I want to go to Malaysia so bad. Um, Also, there was a movie made about this situation, but it's super, super loosely based on what actually happened. It's called D-U-K-U-N. Dukun. Dukun. Um, it came out in 2018. Uh, it's supposed to be pretty good. I haven't actually watched it. I'm sure there's like actual witch powers and stuff in it. There it like, I, yes. So I mean, everything resistant. that I've read is like, it's based on the idea of yeah. what happened, but like in the movie she doesn't actually love her husband husband in real life they really did love each other in trial and like in in when they were in court if, if mona and afani were close to each other they were seen talking intimately together and saying nice things Aww. to each other so
0: so they did love each other it sucks they were both psychopaths it's too bad all right p true love yes
1: but that yeah, you should story. not chop people's heads off of Mona Founding. My piece of advice. My sources are rojackdaily.com, murderpedia.com, Boys. wikipedia.com, quora.com, thestar.com, and capitalpunishmentuk.com.
0: Dude, that was so cool. And the cool. thing is
1: that like a lot of them had all the same information, but they all varied just a little bit. So I picked and chose. I, I picked and pulled yeah I love that that was so but it was good different and it was such it's such a big thing in their country Well, I' so I so, so like Wicca
0: yeah. and witchcraft and shit so that's super cool I love that well I mean it is like we were talking about like uh, <clears throat> the outsider I'm sure so many of you are watching it it's so good I Katie just finished her show so I'm gonna make her and Dan watch it but yeah. it's like such a crazy there's a crazy part where they actually talk about it and they go through like, bogeymans and urban legends and, and things like that, that in different countries, like that, yeah. for sure. Where... She's
1: definitely called um, <clears throat> the murderess of
0: Malaysia. That's so cool. It's kind of crazy, though, because, I mean, granted, she definitely, well, you know what? I take that back. Sorry, I've been drinking vodka. She probably had some part, but I don't know why she would... Maybe my theory is that her her that she didn't know it was going to happen and that her assistant was on drugs because I don't know why you would kill a meal ticket like that. Cause he was very much trusting in them. Like I feel like she could've milked way more money out of him, you know what I mean? Like, oh it's not working because I need to do this ritual which will cost you another three hundred thousand. Oh, it's not working because the gods are telling me this. Yeah, I mean that's definitely a thought, you know? So I feel like it was it had to have been. But who knows? I was not in Malaysia in 19, the late 1980s, <laughs> early 1990s. 1990s. Unfortunately. 1993. Oh, I was going to have it. Okay. Early 90s. But yeah. I don't know. That's a crazy story. I love that. I think it's... I, we were just talking about this, actually, is I listened to a podcast story about the Mothman prophecies, And um, I shouldn't say the Mothman prophecies. I'm sorry. That's a book um, which I need to read. But it, I told her that we should start. We should do like an urban legend story or like an urban legend segment piece where we both come up with some cool urban legends that we found. So the Mothman, I I loved that whole the connection with that and the Silverbridge collapse in Ohio. It was a great story podcast. They did a great job. Um, I'm sorry. I don't remember the name of the podcast. I am the worst. We'll come back next week. We will, and I'll let you know. But it uh, was—it's cool. Like I thought that was kind of cool how it's turned into an urban legend that like scares kids into going
1: to sleep. Yeah, sounds great. (laughs) I don't know why you do that. To sleep.
0: Yeah, and then they fucking wake you up at two a.m.
1: Yeah, no fucking thanks. Yeah, I'd rather not do that. Thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. Um. But would you like to clear the air a bit? Yeah, totally. Cause I have a joke. Yeah, she does. Katie's corny corner. You're welcome. Death stare. <laughs> <clears throat> Why do chicken coops only have two doors? Eggs. If they had four, they would be chicken sedans. <laughs>
0: My favorite. You're welcome. That's a good one. Oh, it's so good. That's a good one. That was so good. I oh, that mighty was mighty hard. But Ooh, I read that one. That hurt my belly. That was funny. That was great.
1: Man, I wish I could write those jokes. That was a great one. It was good. That was so good. I'm not claiming the writing of the joke. No, she's I mean, not. I wrote it in the note in my phone.
0: Oh, fuck! That was funny. I like that one a lot. Mm. <clears throat> Sorry.
1: <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I have to say for tonight. Story and <laughs> joke. Done.
0: Off. <laughs> it is. Um, what else do we have to say? Like, subscribe, review, follow. Uh, according to my husband, we have to get on Twitter. But we're not on Twitter mm-hmm. yet. No. I'm not don't a Twitter think. fan. Ugh. I do. I was talking to Katie about how we need to be more present on social media. Um, but we appreciate everybody who's liked and subscribed and, and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, like we said, review. We appreciate the reviews on Apple Podcasts or really wherever you want to review us. I'm not sure if you can in Spotify or, like, Pocket Cast or anything like that. But,
1: I mean, do it on whatever social media platform you have available to you and that you follow us on. For real, we'll see it.
0: Yeah. Good or bad, like we said, you know, nothing but love. We heard we not professionals, we don't claim to be. We just appreciate everyone taking the time to listen and yeah, You know, we enjoy doing it, we enjoy talking about it, and you know, we uh, we hope that we're doing an okay
1: job. Sure. Question mark. I mean, I hope so. If not
0: I think hey. we are. That fucking story kicked ass. I love that shit. It was crazy. I, was I like, I'm going to talk about this bitch. I do. <laughs> yes. That was the best. I've never seen Katie so excited about a murder. I wish I actually screenshotted your text because I was going to black out all the other ones. Just said the text like, found my murder. Shit's crazy. Crazy emoji face. I was like, oh, I'm excited. Oh, shit. Um, but yes, we love you all and yeah thanks
1: for listening just
0: we hope that you enjoyed the story and we hope that you all have a wonderful weekend and if you're in Chicago
1: they're gonna listen on Monday have a great week
0: guys have a great fucking week have
1: positive vibes send positive vibes out into the world and just live your best life every
0: day live it to the
1: motherfucking carpe diem this fish why (laughs) and if you don't want to you can drink every night like I do yeah. Whatever you want to do.
0: And just because it's wine doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. Because you're a 31-year-old who drinks wine every night. It's fine.
1: Just water it down. It's not so bad.
0: I, well, I, I love... I'm just kidding. I don't recommend that. I love red wine. But you know what they say. Like, if I tell people I drink vodka every night, they'd be like, wow, you're an alcoholic. If I just say, yeah, I no, when I had a glass of wine, people are just like,
1: oh, okay, did you? Are you telling everyone how you get away with being an alcoholic without being judged? Absolutely. How do you? Red wine. <laughs>
0: That's it. Just drink red wine. I'm
1: sorry if you're an
0: alcoholic and drink red wine. I'm actually not one. I do drink a lot of red wine, though. It's and I'm good. currently drinking vodka. So it's not we don't proving really my case. Share any but of
1: this information.
0: No, we don't. But in case you were wondering, where were we? Oh, yeah. OK, again, like, subscribe, review. We love you all. We hope you all have a great week. Um, positive vibes. Love, everybody. I'm not going to say what Ellen says, but, like, do something nice for some other people. Pay it forward. Do some good shit. I was just going to Or just you live your
1: normal life. You know, just be nice.
0: I'm sorry. I watched that Burger King. Did you see? I have to show you that. That Burger King bully commercial? No, I thought you were talking about
1: Good Burger.
0: I was oh, going to no. say I just
1: watched that. I know some of
0: these words. I know some of
1: these words. <laughs> Keenan at his finest. All right. We're going to sign out now because now we're just momentarily. But around yes, and we, we are. And like we said,
0: uh, do good things and be good people and don't murder. Don't measure.
1: kill anyone.
0: Don't kill anybody. Don't. Unless it's, it's
1: self-defense.
0: Yeah. Then definitely kill somebody. Yep. I'm with Katie on that. Pull their eyeballs out. your
1: fingernails.
0: Pull. Eyeball or groin. Or stomach. What did Aunt Sandra Bullock say? She said it back. Soloplex, instep, nose, groin. That's Sing. it, ladies. Sing. Yes. Sing. That's, That's it. Alright. Damn. All right, at the end of the day, I'm Katie. And I am Kristen. We are nobody, Body No Problem, and we love y'all.
1: Okay,
0: bye. Catch y'all on the flip side.